0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance and Feeding America of Eastern Wisconsin. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast with the host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, AKA The Architect. We have a abbreviated uh, edition of This Bites this week due to our year in drive. Uh, if you'd like to make a contribution to 88.9, you can do so at any time at radiomilwaukee.org slash donate. But and how are you doing on uh, this uh, December so far?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, it's the holidays are coming. There's that kind of stress involved and the anticipation, you know, everybody yeah. gets so hyped up during the holidays. Mm, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. As uh, if we have a abbreviated one. We we're have our conversation about the new issue about the Milwaukee Magazine, which you took over. It's all about comfort food, so I thought we'd talk about it since the weather is um, mm-hmm. lovely. Uh, there's some really cool pieces in there, including a great piece about uh, kind of a, a, a soul food staple in Milwaukee, Mr. Perkins. So we'll talk about that shortly. But right now, I want to get into a really cool pop-up series. I think we mentioned them briefly when they were talking starting up maybe about a year or two years ago uh they go by the name of the troublemakers cochina mad mexican food uh yeah we i think we did talk about them when they were starting off they've been doing pop-ups every month Mm -hmm. for the last 10 months which i had no idea like i i'm kind of mad at myself
1: well can i interject something in here because i think we have mentioned this but i think it's Relevant for listeners to know that um, one of the the people that started Troublemakers, Martin Magana, who was the head chef at Tess, and also Frida at Crossroads mm. Collective, which is not there anymore. Yep. So just so you know, there's, a, you know, may give you a little bit more context mm-hmm. on um, someone who's actually behind Troublemakers.
0: So they, I, they, they were on uh, CBS 58 a few days ago, and I was like, whoa, they have a pop-up at Sugar Maple. Uh, this coming December 15th. And I was like, it was pop-up number 10. I was like, wait, what? Number 10?
1: <laughs> yeah, what, what about one through nine? No, I, haven't, I haven't, nine.
0: Missed, haven't missed nine of these so far. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it's really cool. Their mission, um, according to their Facebook, there's a new vision of Mexican cuisine, a truly unexpected sensory journey created by breaking traditions, unique fermented flavors and dishes that create a captivating dining experience. Uh, and they have one uh, that's coming up December 15th. Uh, uh, and I want to just go over, there's four courses. Um, the first course is uh, arugula shrimp salad, compressed watermelon, hikama, pickles, cucumber, mezcal, lime, vinaigrette. Whoa, dude.
1: dude.
0: <laughs> ash, dude. Like, seriously. Tariq's Inver- like,
1: you had me at compressed watermelon. Yeah,
0: like you got to, you got to. You can't, can't like, go out, like, the first course like that. But anyway, the next one is uh, achiote, roasted chicken, thigh, papas bravas, caramelized, sweet onions, spicy chorizo, tomato sauce, and garlic aioli, third coast, petite beef, tenderloin, Pacific lush shrimp. Oh, man. Lump crab mash. Come on, dudes. (laughs) Smoked pearl onions, cilantro, gremolata, burr
1: blanc. That's That's a butter sauce.
0: Dude, and they have a dessert. I don't, I, I think they posted dessert recently on the um uh, it's a melting chocolate ball, uh, impossible cake. I don't know what that means. Chocolate ganache, cinnamon, ash. Uh, what is this? Beer pairing. Oh, they got some beer pairings with this as well. Um, they have an El Chivo, habanero, and mango cider. Hmm. What? <laughs> what? So yeah, they've been doing pop-ups. I'm hoping they'll continue because now I don't want to miss any more. Of course, right when I find out about it, like this was our last one. I'm like, dude. Anyway, so big ups to uh, the Troublemakers. I love that name. The Troublemakers. Cochina Mad Mexican Uh Food. Uh, I think that they do want to eventually do have a brick and mortar um, according to that CBS 58 interview. You just heard our conversation about a really cool Mexican pop-up happening on December 15th. you want to learn more, listen to the full podcast over to our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash bites. It's the most charitable time of year, and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, motorcycle, or boat, and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. We're back on This bites, Milwaukee Magazines, Ann Christensen, and uh, me, Tariq, here with you. Uh, again, it's kind of an abbreviated uh, episode because of our year-end um, pledge drive to close out the year strong. So if you like This bites or any of our podcasts, please show your support by making a contribution, uh, tax deductible contribution at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate. I was about to say this slash this bites, but donate. Um, the new issue on Milwaukee magazine's out and the cover photo. Uh, I I want to eat it. I want to eat the cover photo. Uh, but it doesn't taste good, but it looks good. But it's uh titles comfort your soul. Comfort for your soul. Talk to me about you, you you, you took over, you told your editor I'm taking over my turn taking over get out of my way it's ann's turn
1: this so this is the december issue and um so the cover story is about comfort food and i think that this time of year and with what's going on in the world people are definitely turning to food for comfort and comfort food to me you know everybody has their own definition of what comfort food means to them right i mean for you um you know it's uh, it's probably a salad i mean tariq i know how you love your salad yeah i, mean, I love
0: just... i love these salads that are full of ground beef and cheese but i take out the lettuce
1: right so comfort food tends to be these kind of carbohydrate laden um, maybe gooey cheesy i mean things like that that really stick to your ribs um, and they're, they're things that maybe are full of nostalgia too, like things you may have grown up eating. So that's kind of the theme of the whole story. Um, and also like how different countries maybe define comfort food and what maybe some of those comfort foods are. So it's just a, a mix of really fun things. Like I I kind of do a deep dive into what comfort food means to me and what some of those comfort foods are. Um, I have kind of a roundup of really great mac and cheese. And one of them is that mac and cheese that's on the cover of the magazine, which is from Honey Pie. I have a, a roundup of really great fish fries. Um, I talk a little bit about schnitzel, which um, is, if anybody, you, you know, if you've ever had schnitzel, you, you, you might know what that is. It's a cutlet of meat, maybe pork or chicken that is um, pounded thin um it's dipped and uh and dredged in uh in batter or actually in breading and then it's pan fried so um it is something that's very popular in um Austria and if you've ever had Wiener schnitzel mm-hmm. um but i'm seeing more of that schnitzel that uh, the application of it around Milwaukee and i think there's something about it like something that's deliciously breaded and, um, and pan-fried and maybe has a sauce on it. Really comforting. Japanese, uh, um, real
0: quick, like, I'm a big fan of... Katsu. Yeah, Japanese has their version of schnitzel.
1: Exactly, pork, uh, yeah. They have
0: a special sauce, dude. I love that. I make that. Yeah. I haven't made that in a long time. But yeah, like, I kept thinking of that, like the Japanese version of that.
1: Right, yeah. Um, I We have a great story on Mr. Perkins' restaurant, which you mentioned as well, um, and which is a, a, a place you can check out their fabulous... Soul Food, as well as um, I offered up three other places where you can get some great um, soul food, such as Daddy's Soul Food Mm. Grill, Nino's Southern Sides and Shorewood. Um, I also talk about pasta. And, of course, Tariq, I have to talk about chili because chili is – is definitely a comfort food for me and I think for a lot of
0: people. Yeah, you know, we did a story about me and my love and passion for real chili not too yes. long ago. Yes, yeah.
1: yes, we did. We we did. And there's also desserts in here, Mexican food, um, casseroles, including Dan Jacobs of Dan Dan shared his recipe for turkey tetrazzini. I have
0: to make this because I am a I am a sucker for Stoffer's turkey tetrazzini. And I've mm-hmm. noticed I've been like trying to stock up on it for the winter. Can't find it. It's like, oh, like, during the summer that I can see it everywhere. Now I'm like, I can't barely find it anymore. And I wish they make oh. a, you know how they make the family size of different things. Yeah. I want a family yeah. size. They make a family size for everything except for the Turkey Tetrazzini. Oh, I want that. So maybe I'll try Um, Dan Jacobs.
1: His recipe, which, you know, if you have leftover Turkey, it's, it's a great way to use it. Did you, you try it? Chicken. You can use chicken. I made a version of it. I made it with chicken
0: because that's what
1: I had, and it worked out really well. It was delicious. It was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan of turkey. I'd probably use chicken. You know, it seems yeah. like a waste of money to go buy a big turkey. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: right. I mean, I think it's it's one of those things. You use what you have. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. No, it's really it's really good.
0: Um, I was like looking at the uh, story about Mr. Perkins written by uh, Kenya Evans, and I was just like, you know. It's a legendary place. Uh, Charles Barkley, uh-huh. the basketball player, loves coming here when he's in town for doing a talk when he's uh, covering basketball games. Um, I know, like, I hear, like, chitterlings a must-have. I know people are f- kind of finicky about their chitterlings <laughs> because of what it is. Uh, and I get it, you know. But, you know, it's, it's...
1: Are you finicky about them?
0: Apparently, when I was young, I wasn't. Oh. Apparently, my parents said, I love ch- chitterlings or chitlins. But, you know, when your nose gets a sense of, when you're mature, your nose gets really sensitive and you're like, you're you're in a house when they're cleaning them. It kind of ruins your appetite, right? Oh. You know, I'm pretty sure they taste good. It's just that smell. Like, you smell something that doesn't smell good. You're like, I don't want to
1: eat. I want to eat. Yeah. That.
0: But my yeah. mom and dad, dude, they they go to town on that. got that crystal hot sauce and slurp it up. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my great aunt, I guess you would say, when I was young, used to clean and get a, get a big bucket of chitlins and she cleans it in the bathtub. We take a bath. In. <laughs> You're like, this is scrubby And I just remember that. And I was like, I ain't taking a bath in here. I want
1: to go to yeah. my other grandma's
0: take a bath. I don't want to take a bath. She can clean chitlins in here.
1: <laughs> so it's not something that you would eat anymore. I don't know. I mean, You're if not sure. I, yeah. if I
0: don't have to smell it, Yeah, the cleaning process, Yeah. I would eat right. I would eat fried. i I' have try fried. Anything fried is good, you know, yeah, fried up. yeah, it's be all crispy and chewy. yeah, I'll do that.
1: Uh, let me alert you also to um in the feature to page um forty four, which has um this roundup that I did of desserts, like more kind of um very comforting desserts. Mm-hmm. so, you know, ones that make you feel really satisfied. So the photo is of this peanut butter pie that Dane Baldwin of the Diplomat mm. makes. That is amazing. Um, it's a peanut butter pie with a graham cracker crust, and it has um, buttercream, and then it has these brulee bananas on top. Yeah. It's it's so delicious, I, and candied peanuts as well. I think it's something you need to try.
0: Really? Wow. Yeah. That's a di- diplomat. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Be nice. Oh, I've seen that. You got a uh, you got a little uh, a little Mexican's comfort food here too as well. Yeah. So you got C- Cielito Lindo and and uh, Laza's Taco Truck in here and a picture of a soup. Is that pozole? Is that, a that That is, is pozole. 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 Yum, yum 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 pozole. I love yep. it. Yum 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 yum. Yeah.
1: You introduced pozole me to
0: pozole. Definitely.
1: Pozole. Well, thank well, thank you for mentioning that because I love it, and in uh, some winters I've made it like. Just consecutively and have it in my refrigerator and have it for lunch often because I just love it. Do
0: you it. make it with hominy corn or do you think to try dried hominy corn and make it that way?
1: I've only made it with the canned.
0: I wonder because I think I always made it with the can. I just feel like you do with the dried one. It's going to be a lot better because it's going to soak up more of that flavor because the can's already been yeah. soaked up, right? You can't soak anything yeah. more up. So I bet you do with the dried, it's gonna be like even more richer. That flavor. would be
1: worth trying yeah. for sure.
0: I was curious about that. I went to uh that was a story in Chicago's paper, it was a couple of years ago, about this place in Chicago is known for their pozole. And I went there on a weekend to go try their pozole, and it was good. It came, oh my god, that bowl was I I have never seen a bowl that big in my life. 'Cause I like order like I get a I get a bowl, can I get a bowl of this and some four tacos? And they looked at me like, uh you really want four tacos with your soup? Why don't you get two? <laughs> <laughs> and the bowl came out like, God, yeah, wow, that's I mean, you can't really see in a podcast. I don't know how to be like it looked like the diameter of a steering wheel. <laughs> that's the So
1: like you basically needed no tacos.
0: I didn't need no tacos. I really didn't yeah. need no tacos. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bite. You can check out the new issue of Milwaukee Magazine. It's on newsstands now. Uh, there will be posted some of this stuff shortly on the website, so be on a lookout for that as well. This bite is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted, exciting inspiration comes from Licensed Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, in the PR, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to rate and review. As always, Ann, stay hungry
1: and keep the Malort cold.